are you and what are you doing here? Hi, everybody. Hello, what are we waiting for? This is fantastic. Hello, hello, hello. This will only hurt for 22 minutes. It's very early. I may have to hurt you. Call me in five minutes. This is something that is treatable. This is something that is fixable. Hey, this is not a test. Oh, my God, it's early. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. No matter what I do, the world is still upside down. <laughs> tell you, I'm not right. I'm, I'm not right, I tell you. Hey, how you doing this morning? 10 a.m. Friday morning. It is July 31st, 2020. And things are still weird in America. You know, I got a, <laughs> got a survey request yesterday, and not all of you are going to go with this. I, I get it. But I got a survey request from uh, iHeartRadio. And yeah, you know, you can hear our shows on iHeart, and I like iHeart, but the survey was for sports show or whatever. And I'll be honest with you, I'm so disappointed with sports right now, it's not even funny. But anyway, you know, you're just asking me, hey, wouldn't you love this? Do you love sports? Blah, blah, blah. You know, just on and on and on. It was like every every answer I gave, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. I'm not happy with sports right now. You know, the NBA, Major League Baseball, NFL, Aaron Rodgers, he, he's not a happy camper right now. Do you see that? I'm keeping up with it. You know, the names I know. I haven't watched, I have not watched NFL football. I'll bet since uh, Peyton Manning was with the Broncos, maybe Indianapolis, it just got to the point to where it wasn't sports anymore. It was all politics. And, And politics is all over the place. I mean, come on. Sports. It's the last. It's the... It was anyway the you know the the last place we could all go and have fun without politics. Well, that's shot. But anyway, I don't even know how I got off on that subject. Anyway, July thirty first, twenty twenty, ten a.m. in the morning every Friday morning, FBTV Radio slash podcast. Now, at least for the time being. We will see what the future holds for the simple reason what we are doing here. Well, I'll just tell you, we're busy. (laughs) I mean, we have been swamped. And that's a good thing. I'm not complaining. Uh, We've been doing a lot of videos, redoing videos. Matter of fact, a major announcement coming uh, before too long. We got something for you if you've been thinking about... uh, sticking your toe in the freight broker learning pool. Well, we've got something for you coming up before too long. In conjunction with Tautoa, FBTV and Tautoa, an association, I guess I should say, putting together a program that if you're looking for self-study, I'll just put it this way. You know, there I, we see some self, self-study programs out there, 700 bucks. You know, they got countdowns, hey, you know, they're pre-recorded webinars, blah, 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 blah. Nothing wrong with that if that's your deal. But uh, we're putting together a thing to where it's going to be a whole lot cheaper. Probably a whole lot more information. And you're going to get it all on demand. You know, you're not going to have to wait. Hey, two weeks from now, we're getting started. You better register now. No, you register now. You pay, you you get access. That's the way it's supposed to be. It's the American way. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm in uh, one of these moods today, I guess. Anyway, I hope you are all doing well. I'm sick of the coronavirus. And as far as the protest, the peaceful protest, I'm not even keeping up anymore. I mean, it's stupid. It's silly that a city will let these peaceful protests, as they keep on wanting to refer them, tear tear up their towns. That makes no sense to me. 
And if I was a, living in one of these towns as a taxpayer, and believe me, I pay more taxes than I want to. Matter of fact, I was just talking to my tax guy yesterday. And <laughs> we get together every so often and have a discussion. I, get, I think he enjoys them because uh, he, he likes getting me riled up. I think that's what it amounts to. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. But uh, why a taxpayer in a community would back their city government that is letting these peaceful protesters totally ravage their town? What's wrong with you people? You've got police forces, but the police, you, you, you tie one arm behind their back and, you, and you, you, you give them a rubber knife and you say, okay, go stop this. <laughs> Come on. Come on, man. Get real. Get real. All right, enough of that. I, I, you know, I get on this politics kick sometimes. I just, you can't fix stupid. You know what I mean? You just can't fix stupid. Anyway. Hey, you got questions, comments, messages? You know how to reach out. You can do that. You can reach out anytime you want to. Get our website at FreightBrokerTV.com. We have... We have uh, contact forms all over that website. Check it out. You got a question, comment, message you want to leave us? Just, uh, you know, put it in the form. Click submit. We just did a Q&A video on YouTube just the other day. That won't answer those. Sometimes you get an email answer. Sometimes uh, they'll be on the... Uh, YouTube video or Q&A or even here on the broadcast or podcast or whatever. You can email us direct fbtv at freightbrokertv.com and you can call our studio line. Yes, we have one of those friends. 479-668-0213. Again, that number is 479-668-0213. I tell you what, we'll scroll that at the bottom of your left speaker. You'll see it pop up there ever so often. <laughs> okay. All right. Spot rates, July. Well, looking pretty good, folks. Not bad. National average spot rate. Now, what is a spot rate? Spot rate is an average rate that a broker is paying a truck to move a load from point A to point B for a specific type of equipment. Okay. Vans, $2.03 per mile. That's up $0.22 cents, uh, from June. Flatbed, $2.19. Up $0.12 cents from June. And refrigerated loads, $2.29 per mile. Up $0.14 cents from June. That's all pretty good. It's all pretty good. About right for refrigerated freight to be a little bit higher right now than the others. I mean, we are in that season. The... Uh, is that right? Did I hold on here? I gotta check this. This don't look right. Getting ready to tell you about fuel prices, but this one just don't look right. Let me go back here and check. Hold on, I'm getting there. It is. It is. Okay. Uh, diesel, two forty-two a gallon, down six cents a gallon from last week. Gasoline, two dollars seventeen cents a gallon, down a penny. So, hey, we'll take what we can get, right? Take what we can get. What else is going on here? we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. We always have a lot of stuff to talk about. And usually we get off on some kind of tangent that has nothing to do with anything we're talking about, but we have a good time. Boobity boobity boom. What are we doing here? Oh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's Pennsylvania time. I remember... Traveling up in PA. I had a... Uh, if you ever go up in the northeast or I guess east coast, whatever, up in that area, Pennsylvania and, you know, all that around there, Maryland, whatever else is around there, you can't help but find 84 Lumber. You know, you see it everywhere. 84 Lumber. 84 Lumber. You know, they're kind of like, uh, I don't know, Home Depot, Lowe's, whatever down south. I'm sure they got Home Depots and Lowe's everywhere nowadays, but you get what I'm saying. Lumber yarn. Well, Sutherland's. I should say Sutherland's down south. Okay. 
Jaegers, you know, stuff like that. Ace. But anyway, when I was driving, I used to see 84 Lumber all the time. 84 Lumber. 84 Lumber. I was on I-84 one day, and I saw 84 Lumber. I go, ah, that's how they came up with that name. I always wonder, how they, how do they come up with 84 Lumber? I mean, for crying out loud, 84 Lumber. And I saw them on I-84, I and I thought, ah, oh, that must be the first one. That's how they did it. I-84, 84 Lumber makes sense. Then I had a load one day. I had to pick up a load, and the load was destined for an 84 lumber in 84 Pennsylvania. Yep, there is an 84 Pennsylvania. <laughs> so, I guess that's how it all got started. 84 Pennsylvania, 84 PA. Hey, not knocking it. <laughs> I mean, you've been to Arkansas? We got weird towns in Arkansas. Toad suck. That's it, T-O-A-D. S-U-C-K, Toad Suck Days, every year, annual festival. There is a town up uh, northeast Arkansas. At least I've always seen the sign. When, when you're coming from when you're coming from St. Louis and you're trying to get to, I don't know, Little Rock area, well, you're going to take the back roads mostly. Okay. I forget the road, but I can't. Yeah, I remember going past this sign, and it was a turnoff. But the, the, you know, it was a road sign there, and it pointed toward the town. And the name of that town was Success. Success. <laughs> I used to always think, "Here I go again." Always passing the road to success, going my own separate way. Okay, back to PA. Let's talk about Pennsylvania for a minute. Pennsylvania. Well, it is underway. The month-long, statewide, aggressive driving blitz is going on now through August 23rd. Yeah, they got more than 60 law enforcement agencies throughout the state going to be patrolling PA's roadways looking for drivers who are driving aggressively in an effort to reduce the number of crashes, injuries, and deaths. Not to mention put a lot of money into their state's Bank account. <laughs> Kofers, as you would, might want to call them. Authorities are going to be looking for red light runners, speeders, distracted drivers, tailgaters, and heavy truck violations. So if you're going through PA this month, and most of next month, well, it's July 31st. But anyway, yeah, plan on spending a little bit of extra time in PA. Last year, 39,141 aggressive Driving-related contacts were made. Of those, 22,323 citations were given for speeding. 3,077 were given for failure to stop at red lights or stop signs. That's a trip. So in a month's time, they stopped 39,000 people. How do they keep track? 39,000, I guess, I don't know, it just sounds like a huge number to me. <laughs> I mean, that sounds ridiculous. All right, what's going on? Hey, we got FBTV stuff. FBTV stuff, swag. Our, uh, I don't know what you call it. Cool stuff, coffee mugs, t-shirts, tank tops, hoodies. Looking for something? We got it. You know, we need... Uh, we need those. We need some uh, FBTV neck gaiters. And boy, I wish we could get them. I wish we could get them. I, get, I got a sister-in-law right now. She has an alterations shop. Making a killing. Uh, making face, uh, the, you know, face mask. Selling them. You know, because their alterations business has gone south. Well, no proms. The weddings are kind of down. You know, everything's kind of off right now. She's in the hospital today. You may want to keep her in her th your thoughts and prayers. She's going to have a pacemaker put in, but she's going to be out tomorrow, and we are all hoping everything's going to be hunky-dory. Talked to her yesterday afternoon, and she's in pretty good spirits. But anyway, uh, yeah, check out our website, FreightBrokerTV.com. We have, uh, just go to the store. You'll see all the stuff we have available. Coffee mugs, T-shirts, tank tops, hoodies. Can't go wrong. All right, what are we coming up there? Oh, here's something. Here's something. Truckers Insurance Company. They're mad at their attorneys that lost the case. Now they're suing their attorney. <laughs> I don't 
Atlanta area again. Oh, well, transportation profits are down. We're going to be talking about that, too. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. You're going to go faster. We'll be talking about that. Tesla. Tesla is saying, hello, Texas. <laughs> okay, that and more. We're coming up in a, we come back here in a couple of minutes. Don't go anywhere. This is FBTV radio slash podcast. We'll be right back. Ranger Station, Ranger speaking. Hi. I'd like to report a bear hug. Uh, okay. Well, before I left my campsite, I was putting out my fire, and out of nowhere, Smoky Bear showed up and hugged me? So you drowned the fire, you stirred it, drowned it again, and felt that it was cold? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. He likes it when people correctly put out their campfires. He's pretty big on wildfire prevention. He's just letting you know you did good with a uh, hug. He's a hugger. I just got a bear hug from Smokey Bear. <laughs> Status update! All right, I'm going to let you go now. I've got uh, a lot of uh, ranger stuff to do. There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester. How you doing? This is my host of the FBTV podcast, radio show, and yeah, I'm the mug you see on the FBTV YouTube videos. Now, in addition to all of that, I'm the lead consultant at Tautoa. Tautoa is a transportation and logistics training and consulting firm. We've been training and consulting freight brokers for over 20 years. Not only freight brokers, but freight broker agents as well. We have a number of different packages that provide no travel, in-depth, live training, guaranteed placement, mentoring, and consulting. Now, if you've been thinking about entering the transportation industry as a freight broker or freight broker agent, well, we hope you take a few minutes and check us out. You can visit our website at taltoa.com. That's T-A-L-T-O-A.com. Or call us at 479-668-0838. That's 479-668-0838. At Taltoa, your success is our success. You're listening to FBTV Radio. Here's a question. You know, we were talking about Q&A a minute ago. Well, I guess I should say, hey, welcome back. This is FBTV Radio slash podcast. My name is Mike. And uh, try to get together. Uh, we try to do this once a week, but uh, anymore, we, we, we jump in here when we can. Anyway, I had a question just come in. Uh, quick question, when you get a load from the customer, do they send you an email or do you take all the information over the phone? Well, depends on the customer. It depends, you know, uh, okay, let, let me put it this way. If you have committed to the load, yeah, yeah, Mr. Customer, I can get you a truck. I've got a truck. Uh, I, I can get a truck. Yeah, they, they've got to send you paperwork. You know, it's got to be a shipper load confirmation. The legal term for that is transactional contract. Okay, they got to send you that. But if it's a load they've got available and they're saying, here, help me find a truck, however they want to do it, they may give you the information over the phone. Then again, they may put that uh, information on a load list or an email, send it to you. You know, it's their prerogative, however they want to do it. They are the customer. They'll do it like they wish. Okay. Okay, today is July 31st, 2020. What happened on this day in history? A lot of things happened on this day in history, actually. Back in 1790, President Washington signed the first U.S. patent issued to Samuel Hopkins for a process of making potash, an ingredient used in fertilizer. wonder if that same process is used today. 1961, IBM introduces the first Selectric typewriter. It had the distinctive type ball, you know, 
before earlier typewriters had those long arms, you know, chick, 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 you know, come out there and put the letter on the paper. Now, some of you have no idea what a typewriter is, just like you don't. And, and those of you who don't know what a typewriter is, I guarantee you, you also don't know what a rotary phone is. <laughs> Remember those? Man, they make your fingers sore. But anyway, uh, yeah, the select the, the type ball. I remember those. The typewriter, IBM Select Type. You know, that's that's my lifetime right there. It's the sixty-one. Holy smoke, man! And here we are. Don't even see typewriters anymore. They're in. They are. They've gone the way of their collector's items. Is what they are, aren't they? Uh, what happened back in 1964, the unmanned American space probe Ranger 7 reached the moon, transmitting photos back to Earth before <laughs> impacting the lunar surface, making a big dust storm. <laughs> no. I, rem I remember these guys back in 1970. Chet Hundley, David Brinkley, the Huntley-Brinkley report came to an end nearly... 14 years after it began, back in 1956, NBC Nightly News is what it became after Huntley and the Brinkley Report. Uh, well, let's just say uh, July 31st, 1970, it was the Huntley-Brinkley Report, and on August 1st, 1970, it became NBC Nightly News. I remember those guys. You know, they went up against... Uh, Walter Cronkite, uh, pity the fool, pity the fool, pity the fool that had to go up against Walter Cronkite. And, because, uh, I mean, he was he was the news. What he said, that was it, you know. But I, I remember those two, Huntley Brinkley. Good night, David. Good night, Chet. You remember that? All right, anyway. What else happened? Boobity, 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 boom. Ah. Uh, Well, nothing, nothing. That that's the fun stuff, anyway. Ah, we nineteen seventy one. The Apollo fifteen crew members David Scott, James Irwin, became the first astronauts to use the lunar four wheeler on the surface of the moon. They called it the rover. That anyway. FBTV Insider. If you're not familiar with that, you should be. <laughs> FBTVInsider dot com. It's the. Uh, Next step from the FreightBrokerTV.com. Matter of fact, you can find a link to the FBTVInsider.com from FreightBrokerTV.com. What it is, is it's the gathering place for all of our videos, podcasts, broadcasts, podcasts, radio broadcasts. What else? 24-7 ah, live FBTV is there. You can register for free. Okay, Get signed up, register for free. Don't cost you a penny. To get all that content in one place, so you don't have to go here, 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 here to get all the content. It's right there, just one nice little location. It, it houses everything. But if you uh, want access to the insider content, that's where we are doing videos just for insiders only. There are some training in there just for insiders only. Tautoa makes some material available to us occasionally we put in there the FBTV Insider, that uh, you're not going to get anywhere else. Well, outside of Tautoy, anyway. Uh, RV Transport. If you've been thinking about RV Transport, you know, that's I, I see that coming back somewhat. RV Transportation. Uh, you got the whole course in there. That uh, well, We call it course. It's the e-workshop, what Tautoy used to call it. They don't offer it anymore. But we've got all that material. You've got everything from the manuals. You've got videos. You've got you, you know, forums, you got everything. Uh, if you've been thinking about doing RV transport, I know that was a big thing till the recession hit, then it, everything kind of crashed, but hey, it still happens. It's still going on. You know, people hauling RVs around the country. You, you usually find it, you know, I think the biggest time it was was back in uh, 05, Katrina. You know, you, you couldn't get on the interstate without seeing FEMA trailers going down the road. The RV transporters were the ones pulling them. But uh, yeah, you got the whole the whole kit and caboodle in there. Uh, the FBTV Insider. And it's only two ninety nine a month, twenty four ninety five a year. 
24-7 access, audio, videos, broadcast, live broadcast, podcast, all that fun stuff, fbtvinsider.com. Okay, here's something kind of odd. Trucking companies, insurance companies, blaming the attorneys for a lawsuit lost in a malpractice claim. <laughs> They're suing their attorney. Okay, you guys didn't win. You were the, our attorneys, and you lost the case. We're going to hire some more attorneys, and we're going to sue you because we think it's your fault that we lost. Welcome to America. Welcome to America. Prime Insurance is blaming its attorneys for losing a lawsuit with one of its trucking company clients involved in a multi-vehicle crash. Just a few days ago, yeah, middle of the month, July 15th, Prime Insurance filed a lawsuit against their attorneys alleging malpractice. The law firm represented the insurance company in a truck-involved crash lawsuit that it lost. Among the allegations are failure to timely obtain expert opinions, failure to timely adequately address evidentiary issues at trial and failure to timely or adequately communicate with clients. In its lawsuit, Prime Insurance alleges that the law firm did not timely and adequately communicate with clients, conduct discovery, obtain expert opinions and reports, address evidentiary issues at trial. So, this is where we are now. Okay, the big bad insurance company loses. Now they got recourse. Now we're going to sue our attorney. We shouldn't have lost like, we're an insurance company. We, we just don't lose. And if we lost, well, it's not our fault. It has to be the attorneys. So we're going to have to go out here and hire some attorneys to sue our attorneys that lost. And if those attorneys don't win, well, we'll sue them by hiring some more attorneys to sue the attorneys that sued the attorneys that lost. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a fun one to follow. <laughs> Jiminy crickets. What are you going to do, right? FBTV Morning Coffee podcast. You know, we haven't done that in a while. And we try to get things you want. It just takes so long. And if you listen to that, uh, I mean, it's still available. Your, you know, your favorite uh, podcasting app. FBTV Morning Coffee podcast. Uh, if you miss it, if you used to listen to it, and you want to hear it again, hey, we got to know. Tell us. You know, it's just, what we did a couple of, you know, every morning, Monday through Friday, and it went up 6 a.m., just a couple of minutes, us, you know, in a truck stop. Well, it sounded like a truck stop. Uh, talking about stuff. You know, just a couple of two, three minutes, you know, have a cup of coffee. Hey, have a seat. Pull up a chair. Have a cup of coffee. Hey, waitress, can you bring a cup of coffee over here, please? You, you need to have your mask on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting tired of that too. Hey, did you see that on the news? Walmart, Walmart is laying off corporate people, and they got a great spin on it. It's for the good of the company because they're growing or something like that. Really? Yeah, we we're we're in good shape. That's why we're laying off people. Well, Walmart, I know they started this up in northwest Arkansas. They, they say it's a test place. It may be happening all over the country. and uh, But uh, they got these uh, self-checkout lanes. I'm sorry, folks. Ask anybody at Home Depot. You know, whenever I go to Home Depot, they got that self-checkout lane. If there's not somebody working one of the cash registers, that Home Depot employee standing by the front door to make sure you use the self-checkout lane or there to help you. You know, I was, hey, excuse me, <laughs> not going to do your job here. Hey, I'm happy to check myself out if you're going to give me a discount. But, hey, you know, part of the price I'm paying here is to pay somebody to do this job that you're having me do, and yet I'm having to pay full price. So please, please show me how to do this because I'm never going to do it. So Walmart's hitting that, then they came out... Uh, you must wear a mask. I'm not against wearing a mask, but come on. 
you know. And I just, our city here, Fort Smith, I know this uh, city directors, they had a dilemma going on here a few weeks ago because, uh, I don't know, did, did we talk about it last time? Don't remember. You know, last time we got together a couple of weeks ago. But, uh, yeah, they, they, I, I know our, our city board of directors were shivering in their boots, shiver me timbers, uh, because, well, they were voting to make it a mandate that uh, people in our town had to wear masks, <laughs> you know, and they were getting a lot of opposition. Nobody wanted to wear a mask, not in our town. Or a lot of people didn't. I mean, you got some, but, you know. Well, they tabled it, and they were going to have it come back and do uh, another vote, you know, a week or two later. Then the governor, Asa Hutchinson, he stepped up to the plate. He made it a statewide mandate. Took the pressure. You know, I, I know the city board of directors, they were all going, man, that was a close one. Dodged that bullet. Thanks, Gov. But uh, governor's not too popular right now. But I guess, truth be told, maybe it needs to be done. But I still see people out. I, there's some uh, stories going on, too. Our police department. I ought to find that and tell you about it. Should I? I mean, I know we're worldwide, national, talking about transportation. But uh, when the uh, official story came out, that, uh, well, you know, governor did that. Am I going to be able to find this? I don't know. I've, they've got everything here, but came out uh, talking about, okay, it's state mandate now. You gotta, you're going to have to, everybody's going to have to wear a mask. No ands, ifs, or buts about it. For whatever reason, our city's police chief thought it would be a good idea to put out a statement. And I wish I, I'm trying to find it here. That's what I'm doing. I'm looking through this stuff, trying to find it. And to be honest with you, when I read it, I, it was almost something like you'd expect coming out of the Gestapo in Nazi Germany, you know. And it was just a weird statement, you know, like, what are you talking about? Why do you, why are you even, you know, try to come out being as nice as you could, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, at the same time, you know, stomping his foot, you know, pointing everywhere, you know, you better wear your mask or... And I'm looking for the article where he released it, and i uh not finding it. But that's okay. Anyway, you get the idea. Well, anyway, I am uh, looking over the uh, news here the other day. And where'd he go? They hiding they hiding this stuff on me now. Come on, there's gotta be more news. The city of Fort Smith Police Department. Why are well I know where it might be. Let me go back here. But anyway, they're dropping in on businesses now. Under the uh, under the guise of we're patting you on the back, Mr. Business, for following the law and wearing your mask. Uh, they call it something. They call it caring or something like that. And, uh, you know, if you can't see right through that, uh, well, I, I, you know, there's a problem. <laughs> because, you know, yeah, they're using that as a reason to go into your business, you know, to, hey, pat you on the back because you're wearing your mask. Well, no, they're going into your business. They can use that as a reason if they want to because we're caring, you know, to pat you on the back. They're going in to make sure you're wearing the mask. I mean, you can't fool me. You, you know, I was talking to a business the other day. They saw it and they, they felt the same way. You know, they're encouraging businesses to... Uh, to... Uh, Take pictures of their patrons wearing a mask. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I want to do. But I don't know, it's just weird. Yeah, you can find it. You 
Fort Smith, Arkansas Police Department, whatever. You'll probably find it somewhere if you want to look into it, but I thought it was weird. Well, this new story is out. Transportation profits are down across the board. La-di-da. Didn't we kind of expect that, you know, when the whole world's upside down? About the only thing that was shipping there for a while was items that were essential. Toilet paper. <laughs> paper towels, stuff like that, you know. You know, the press, they come out with this doom and gloom. Of course, transportation profits are down. I mean, duh. You know, there's uh, other profits going to be down. Manufacturing probably going to be down too. You know, but the only thing that's going to be up are your essential items. You know, people like toilet paper, you know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, really. Uh, you know, people are hoarding that stuff. Crazy. Crazy stuff. But you can't look at this news and, you know, oh my gosh, the world's falling, you know, the, the sky's falling, you know, be chicken little here. It's to be expected. You know, we're, we're, it's, it's just been weird. So these, yeah, they report it, but don't report it like doom and gloom. The whole world's coming to an end. Look, the uh, transportation profits are down. Trucking is over as we know. No, it's not that way. It's going to rebound. Matter of fact, that's what DAT said. Uh, with the spot rates they release, you know, the spot rates are up 22, 12, 14. What is that? 22 plus 12 plus 10 plus divided by 3. Yeah, on average, uh, spot rates are up 16 cents a mile over last month. And now that things are calming down just a bit, I mean, we're still in... You know, you've got to take into consideration, too, this is an election year, Okay. I mean, weird stuff goes on during an election year. And this is one of the weirder ones, granted. But uh, I don't know. I think somebody who took the bull by the horn saw an opportunity. And they're, they're, they're riding that bull to the end. And like, like uh, you know, a lot of people are saying, not just me, you know, come uh, November, the day after the election... Probably not going to hear much about coronavirus anymore. Or maybe in January, one of the two. But anyway, you get the idea. All right. Oklahoma, you're going to go faster and faster and faster. <laughs> okay, we're going to be talking about that. That'll be coming up in just a minute. Don't go anywhere. This is FBTV Radio. My name is Mike, and we'll be back in two minutes. All right, everybody in the car, let's go. What are we going to do first when we get there, Mom? Go for a hike? Sure, if you want. What about canoeing? Can we go canoeing, too? I don't see why. What about a bike ride? No, I want to fish. Okay. I've never been fishing. Honey, we can do it all. How long does it take to get to the forest? It's not. Is it going to be long? No, sweetie. I bet it takes forever. It's not that far. (sighs) Are we there yet? Yep, we're here. Already? No way! Come on, come on! It's a short drive from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a neighborhood park or green space near you. Also, find fun activities to do like boating and biking or camping and hiking, plus much more. It's all right in your naturehood. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. How you doing? This is Mike, host of the FBTV podcast, radio show, and yeah, I'm the mug you see on the FBTV YouTube videos. Now, in addition to all of that, I'm the lead consultant at Tautoa. Tautoa is a transportation and logistics training and consulting firm. We've been training and consulting freight brokers for over 20 years. Not only freight brokers, but freight broker agents as well. We have a number of different packages that provide no travel, in-depth, live training, guaranteed placement, mentoring, and consulting. Now, if you've been thinking about entering the transportation industry as a freight broker or freight broker agent, well, we hope you take a few minutes and check us out. You can visit our website at taltoa.com. That's T-A-L-T-O-A.com. Or call us at 479-668-0838. 
That's 479-668-0838. At Taltoa, your success is our success. Broadcasting. From a double-wide mobile home in the middle of a cow pasture, this is FBTV Radio. Hey, welcome back, FBTV Radio slash podcast. My name is Michael. It's Friday morning. Talking about the weather. Can't help but talk about the weather. We, uh, yeah, I got up this morning, went outside, you know. Had a cup of coffee, went to the back patio, opened the door, not knowing what to expect, and it was cool. It was nice and cool. It was going to rain today. But the humidity was down, and that's weird because you look at the humidity, it says it's 88%, but man, it felt cool. It didn't feel like it was humid. I mean, you know, yesterday morning, day before, whatever, you walk outside, and holy smoke, it's like walking into a sauna. You know, 7, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock in the morning. 78 today. 80, you know, it's been, ah, uh, the 90s are back. Doggone it, I was hoping we were done with the 90s, but, you know, we're coming into August. I guess we still got some. I used to think August was the hot month here. I don't know why I had that in my head. August was the heat. But the last couple of years I've been noticing, it's not August. August, it starts finally cooling down a little bit. July. July has been the booger. And, uh, you know, like today, I can't believe today the high is only going to be 78. How about that? Low 66. Man, we haven't seen 60s for a low since, I don't know, May? But uh, it's going to be cloudy and chance of rain here pretty much most of the day. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, 87. Going to be 80s in the 80s all the way through next Friday. Then Friday we get back in the 90s. What a deal. Am I going fishing this weekend? That is the plan. That is the plan. Couldn't last weekend, although I, I planned to. I couldn't because we had a lot of videos to do uh, for uh, Tautoa. If you don't know, I'm the lead consultant for Tautoa. Uh, if, if you want to learn more about Tautoa, T-A-L-T-O-A dot com. But, uh, yeah, we did videos all last week. And uh, I don't know, there was talk of it yesterday. i doing it again tomorrow. <clears throat> well, I've got clients in the morning, don't I? And uh, I know I do. Yeah, but I'll be done by 10 so I may be out the door, hook up that boat, off to the lake I go. It's good to get away every once in a while. Good to get out there and uh, get out and do it. Tell you what I did, I bought a, <coughs> a couple of years ago, I traded in my Chevy HHR. I really liked that car, really liked it. I mean, it was kind of small, but it was cool. I just liked the lines. I like, you know, it gave you that, it was that throwback look anyway, you know, like a retro van look you know service van whatever but anyway had it for a long time and and uh started falling apart kind of well literally i uh the door handle broke there were plastic door handles went to climb out of that thing one day and it just broke no so i went to the uh chevy dealership bought another one and while i was there i was looking around and I saw the Chevy Equinox and I thought, well, that's pretty cool. And the price was right, low mileage, four cylinder. That was my mistake. But at the time, I thought, hey, cool, you know, gig fuel mileage. Well, you know, you put a four cylinder in a tank, you're not going to get good gas mileage. You, you know. <laughs> oh well, but I mean, it gets okay, but it's not like you know you're you're not up there getting 30, 40 miles a gallon, not even close. But but I liked it. I, I really did. Then, uh, oh, June and June last, you know, last year I, I bought a, uh, a bass boat. It's not a big old bass boat, you know, like, not like the tournament, you know, it's not a 50 or $60,000 bass boat. I mean, it's the, uh, Tracker Pro 160 aluminum. Uh, actually it's glorified flat bottom if what it is. But anyway, you know, hey, you know, you hook it up. It's it's pretty light, and uh, you know, after I bought, it, I thought, man, what I buy? I should have got a six cylinder. 
or a pickup truck. That's really what I should have got was a pickup truck, and I didn't. But anyway, so my wife, she's got this. I don't care what. It's a Dodge Journey. Technically, it's an SUV. If you look at it, you're thinking minivan. But boy, don't call it a minivan. If you call my in my wife's car a minivan, boy, she will correct you quickly. No, it's a uh, SUV. <laughs> but anyway, he'll pull my boat, so I went put a uh, hitch on it. And that's how I go to the lake. You know, I take my wife's car, hook up to my boat. She takes mine. I mean, no big deal. And that's the way it is. Well, problem is, is, uh, you know, she works. She don't get off till 4. She don't get home till around 4.30. Some days around 2 o'clock, my day is free. I'm available. And I can, do, you know, I, I got free time. And there's been more than one day I thought, man, I, I wish I had my wife's car. I go to the lake. I go hook up my boat and go to the lake. Be done with it. But I didn't have the car, so I didn't. So I started thinking, I'll put a, I'll put a hitch on my little Equinox just to, uh, you know, run down to the river or something real quick. Not too far. Surely that won't hurt it. But what bothers me was the transmission. I have no, I have no doubt that the Equinox four-cylinder could pull it. But I don't know how bad I'm going to hurt that transmission. You know what I mean? So I kind of back and forth on it. Back and I even wrote a letter or email to uh, Chevrolet. And I got an email back saying, yeah, you should be okay. Just uh, be careful on the hills. But they didn't say going up or coming down. You know, okay, be, you know, be careful about going down because of the push. You know, 1,500-pound trailer, boat and trailer. Or be careful going up because you could tear up the transmission. He, they didn't specify. I saw it'd be okay. <laughs> you know that? Yeah, you should be all right. And I've talked to a lot of people. So, you know, here I am yesterday. And uh, I'm thinking, uh, yeah, I think I'll do that. I think I'm going to put it on there because I was thinking about going to Lake yesterday afternoon. And I, I couldn't because here I was again, didn't have a hitch on my vehicle. I know you're thinking, well, trade it off, get a new one. Well, I can't. You know, I'm too far. I'd be up, too far upside down. You know, I don't want to take that hit. So I, uh, you know, I called the uh, trailer hitch place. Now, I've been calling them for three or four months. You know, they either got the hitch and not the wiring, or the wiring not the hitch, and they never had both at the same time. No, well, we can we can order that for you. It'd be here in a couple of days. Cost you fifty dollars more, seventy dollars more, or something for shipping. No, I'll wait. I'm not that desperate so yesterday they had it all together everything everything and i you know i said yeah put me down so i was going to go in today at two o'clock have them put a hitch on it and i thought well just one more phone call and i called the chevy place here locally the chevy dealership Talk to the service department and the service guy he should be okay but you probably ought to talk to the parts guy and that blew me away because i figured the service department would know more than the parts guy but apparently the parts guy knows more than the service guy so he transfers me over to the parts guy. I explain my dilemma. Look, I got this uh, Chevy Equinox four-cylinder. Little bitty old boat, 1,500 pounds. Boat, trailer, motor, oh nine yards. Is it going to be cool to pull that boat, put a trailer hitch on it, and pull it to the lake? The response I get, he says, man, I don't know. He says, I don't know. I... You know, he's he hawing around. I could tell he wanted to say no. He wouldn't, he wouldn't attempt it, but he didn't want to say no. Because he wasn't sure. He's just at that borderline limit. It could, maybe it, maybe it could, maybe it couldn't. And I said, well, let me put it this way. He kept on he hawing around, you know. You know, all that kind of stuff. And, and uh, I said, well, let me put it this way. If it was you. And the Equinox was yours. Knowing what you know, would you put a trailer hitch on it and tow your boat to the lake? He goes, absolutely not. Thank you. That's all I need to know. He goes, well, you know, hopefully, hopefully I'll save you some money. Go, no, you may save me, you know, three or four hundred bucks on the hitch, which probably cost me fifteen, twenty thousand dollars more because now I've got to trade it in and get something that can pull my boat. I'm not going to rent, do that today or tomorrow, but. Yeah, I'm looking at the trucks. I'm looking at trucks. You know, my wife's got the idea. 
you know, trade mine in. Use mine for a trade in. Get a truck. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. She's thinking, yeah, I trade mine in. I'll drive the truck to work. No, you won't. You'll be driving my car to work. But anyway, neither here nor there. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. <clears throat> well, this week, the Oklahoma Turnpike Authority approved a maximum speed limit increase on uh, turnpikes, it looks like. July 29th, OTA, that's short for Oklahoma Turnpike Authority. Don't you hate that? My wife used to come into work. Yeah, we had the RG-59s. What's RG-59? You know, you know they, they got their own lingo. You know, there's an abbreviation for everything. LOL, uh, BFF, you know. I, I was never much fond of that anyway, but anyway. The OTA, Oklahoma Turnpike Authority announced that speed limits will be increasing on uh, several rural roadways <laughs> over the next uh, several months going to increase the speed limit from 75 to 80 i don't know why they're making a big deal out of this is only on the turnpikes turner turnpike muskogee turnpike church key turnpike indian nation turnpike he bailey turnpike all pretty much turnpikes going to 80 miles an hour how fast do we really have to go nixon is rolling around right now I remember when he lowered the speed limit to 55 miles, in, uh, 55 miles per hour on the interstates to conserve fuel. I remember the, I remember the gas shortage of the 70s. My daddy had a service station. He was in the service station business. Had a skelly station. It was. I remember when they had to come out there and uh, when, when fuel started going over a dollar a gallon. You know the pumps weren't built to go over. A dollar a gallon. You know, they were built to go up to 99 cents. That was it. Nobody ever thought gasoline would ever go over a dollar a gallon. Well, it did. Now, authorities in Oklahoma say that uh, it could take a few months before the new speed limit signs can be manufactured and installed until the new signage is posted. Troopers will enforce the posted speed limit. So, by law... It's 80 miles an hour, but not until the sign is up. So even though <laughs> you know that the uh, speed limit in Oklahoma is 80 miles an hour on the turnpikes, uh, don't try to go 85. That's one thing about Oklahoma. They usually give you five miles an hour. Now, I say that. Don't come back and yell at me if you get pulled over for going 80, uh, you know, 77 or whatever. But, all right, very good. What was that? Where, where, Indian Nation Cherokee Cherokee Turnpike, I think it was. Yeah, I was driving a truck down Cherokee Turnpike. We had been up, uh, I say we had a, uh, we, uh, we were a team. Me and old Bobby boy, we were a team. And had been up in the Northwest, man, and we were on our way home. We were just, you know, Tulsa from Fort Smith, 100 miles, whatever. We were on that last leg and on that turnpike and... Uh, I'm driving, man. I'm I'm flying. Zoom. <laughs> Turnpike. I don't remember what it was. Maybe it was 75, 70, whatever at the time. But anyway, I, I was I was definitely speeding, and uh, man, I saw him. I saw the trooper. You know, dadgummit, I'm gonna get a ticket. Well, it was cold, wet, somewhat could have been icy in spots. It was winter, and uh, there was a pull off. You know, rest area. So I knew he was going to turn around and come get me, so I just pulled into the rest area. And uh, here he comes, lights flash, and zoom, passes the rest area. And at that moment, I knew I had a problem. <laughs> I knew this guy's not going to be happy. <laughs> and uh, sure enough, he turned around, came back, and I guess he saw me in the rest area. He goes, were you trying to hide from me? I could, uh, you know, it's a 53-foot trailer, a big old Freightliner Classic. How am I going to hide? I go, no, I just figured it's a safe spot to pull off, you know, pull in here and, you know, that way it'd be off the roadway and be safer for everybody. He's pretty cool about it. He understood, you know. But it, it, initially, man, he, he really thought I was trying to hide. <laughs> that oh well. All right, this is FBTV Radio slash podcast hey texas texas we're gonna we're gonna be talking about texas here in a minute <laughs> don't go anywhere we'll be back in wake two minutes. up and text text and eat Mm-mm. text and catch the bus 
text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. How you doing? This is Mike, host of the FBTV podcast, radio show, and yeah, I'm the mug you see on the FBTV YouTube videos. Now, in addition to all of that, I'm the lead consultant at Tautoa. Tautoa is a transportation and logistics training and consulting firm. We've been training and consulting freight brokers for over 20 years. Not only freight brokers, but freight broker agents as well. We have a number of different packages that provide no travel, in-depth, live training, guaranteed placement, mentoring, and consulting. Now, if you've been thinking about entering the transportation industry as a freight broker or freight broker agent, well, we hope you take a few minutes and check us out. You can visit our website at taltoa.com. That's T-A-L-T-O-A.com. Or call us at 479-668-0838. That's 479-668-0838. At Taltoa, your success is our success. You're listening to FBTV Radio. FPTV Radio slash podcast. My name is Mike. I'm sitting here looking at a story about Joe Pesky. He wants to whack his neighbor's docks. Apparently he lives out in New Jersey. Now I guess I can go into it a little bit. Okay, Joe, Joe he lives out in New Jersey. And uh, he's got Jersey Shore neighbors. And uh, he's going to war with them. He is uh, upset about how long their docks... Uh, should be or proposing and he's doing this on his own he, he wrote the letter and it sounds just like you know he he really brought out his Vinny from my cousin Vinny <laughs> I mean, it just sounds like my cousin Vinny uh anyway he's uh upset uh let's see opposing two new docs <clears throat> he's he's wrote a letter to whoever you write letters to about this thing uh two new docs that would extend 315 feet Three, three, 315 feet out into the bay and he's urging the bureaucrats in the state to nix the compla- the plans before it's too late <laughs> uh, Joe says uh, more than doubling the length of these docks undoubtedly would block views of the bay currently enjoyed by area homeowners more importantly, these extensions would force boaters, kayakers, and paddlers in this area, which include children in addition to adults, to operate in waters far from land and accordingly in the wake of large watercraft. As a 30-year resident of West Point Island, I respectfully ask the department to take this opportunity to stop this trend now by denying the pending application before it's too late. <laughs> I'm sorry, when I read that I could hear I could hear Vinny. I could hear him. You know, I could hear him. And whenever they put up Joe picture, they, I don't know, maybe that is a picture. Yeah, that is. He's got that, I don't know, he looks like he should be in a Charlie Chan movie or something. I don't know. That picture he uses. Anyway, okay, let's get on. Joe Rogan's moving to Texas. Did you hear that? You know, if you keep up with Joe Rogan, his podcast, one of the most popular podcasts on the internet. Yeah, he announced the other day he's moving to Texas. Moving to Texas. Says California's too crowded. LA's too crowded. Well, it is. He thinks it's nuts out there. That's what's going on. <clears throat> I mean, you got you got governors and mayors and all that kind of stuff that 
you know, couldn't, uh, couldn't probably govern their way out of a brown paper bag, and I get it. But anyway, that's not what we're talking about. He's moving, but so is Tesla. At least they are going to build a $1.1 billion Texas factory in Austin. It's going to be an electric semi-truck production facility. They're going to call it an ecological paradise. Uh, Tesla revealed last week that it plans to produce electric semi-trucks in a $1.1 billion, I'll get this, gigafactory. Not mega, but giga. Uh, in Austin, Texas, starting next year. Ah, too bad. The Austin location beat out Tulsa as a potential site for production. But anyway, uh, Austin's a good place. You know, Texas is a good place. I like Texas. The news comes after CEO Elon Musk commented earlier this year it's time to go all out and uh, bring Tesla Semi to volume production. Musk ended at Texas being in the running as a location when he tweeted uh, tweeted a, a poll out in February. A conference call following Tesla's quarter two 2020 financial results last week, Musk, uh, Musk said we're going to be doing a major factory there, and it's also where we will be doing Cybertruck. The Tesla semi-program. Anyway, so he's going to start production next year. He says, I personally care very much about the project. I can't wait. I wonder if they're going to launch an electric semi-truck in space like they did the Tesla car. Semi-truck and trailer. That'd be pretty cool. Factory is going to be about uh, 2,000 acres near the Colorado River. He said, it's right on the Colorado River. We're, we're actually going to have a boardwalk. We'll have a biking, hiking trail. And honestly, when I first read this, when I first read this, I thought I said, we're going to have a bikini hiking trail. What? <laughs> no, biking, hiking trail. It's going to basically be an ecological paradise. Birds in the trees, butterflies, fish in the streams. Uh, that California coming out of him there. It's going to be open to the public as well. Anyway, Governor Greg Abbott, he said, Tesla is one of the most exciting and innovative companies in the world, and we're proud to welcome its team to the state of Texas. Well, of course, Greg is just on cloud nine. I mean, 1.1 billion, it's Tesla. That's going to bring a lot of money to the state of Texas. Oklahoma could use that money, too. I know Oklahoma can't wait to spend money over there. You know, their marijuana sales. Did I tell you what Oklahoma did? Okay, not knocking it. I get it. You got to have money. You got to have money. You know, if you had bad management in the past, new management has to find a way to make up for it. But, uh, well, I, right here at Fort Smith. Fort Smith is on the Oklahoma border. And there are some good lakes. You know, you got Tin Killer. Uh, you've got... Uh, Greenleaf, you've got uh, Eufaula, you've got Worcester Lake, you know, right, you know, right here within, you know, I could be in any one of those lakes I just mentioned within, you know, 90 minutes of hooking up my boat, I could be at the lake. <laughs> and uh, now Oklahoma, on a lot of their lakes, if you want to go use their park, Tinkler State Park, Greenleaf State Park, Ufala State Park, ten bucks, ten bucks, ten dollar, ten dollars to get in. If you want to launch a boat, that's five dollars more. If you're from out of state, like me, you've got to have an out of state fishing license, which is fifty bucks a year. That runs from uh, uh, January first through December thirty first. I mean. It, Put it this way, if you bought an Oklahoma non-resident fishing license now, it would cost you 50 bucks, and it would expire December 31st. Well, I wasn't a big fan of that, and I dropped my two cents worth. And I don't know, I got an email back, I didn't even read it, I was just aggravating. <laughs> it. You know, come on, you guys are nuts. $50 for fishing license, $5 for launching my boat, now $10 just to get into the spot to launch my boat. Have y'all lost your mind? <laughs> you guys going crazy. Yeah, I kind of got a... I don't know. I just read the first line. It, it looked like to be a spirited email back. I didn't read it. Yeah, you know, Just because I was over it. I was over it. But uh, I could tell by the 
by the warmth coming from that email that that was sent back to me that uh, whoever sent it they were tired of having people complain <laughs> I wasn't the only one I bet you all right let's call it a day let's go get our weekend started go have a good weekend don't forget to wear your mask I wear my neck gator you know, and I always take it around. You know, whenever I go out in public, I gotta go to my bank, hang out for 20, 30 minutes in the lobby with my mask on, just just for fun. <laughs> anyway, go have a good weekend. Hopefully, we'll talk to you uh, sooner than we did this time. But uh, have a good weekend. Unless you've made other plans. How about that? See you later.